it's not just willpower. It's not just motivation. Oftentimes I hear people say, if you could, you would. Um, and things that just do it, just believe in yourself, think positive. Those things are true. But behavioral change is complicated. Behavioral change requires a disruption in your neuroconnections, your habits, your behaviors, while simultaneously nurturing a new behavior, maybe one that you don't like that much, right? And so you're supposed to be nurturing it while trying to disrupt the old behavior, So it's actually, from a neurobiology standpoint, kind of difficult. And so let's give ourselves some grace when we're trying to do that. Because without insight, it is just pure willpower. Some people can do that. They can just push through and, you know, go full force for meeting their goals. I like emotional connection. I like the why. Why am I doing this? And so, and if you're anything like me, you beat yourself up when you don't do it. You make a goal or a resolution and you give up on that. And then you beat yourself up. That's what I often do. And that is a negative thought. When I teach the Mentally Strong Method, we... We learn to think through those problems, but then we learn to organize them. And we all know that those are negative thoughts, right? But we justify it. Well, it's hard for me. It's difficult for me. And, um, you know, there often we have these core connections that are influencing those negative thoughts. So the difference between a negative thought and a core connection, a negative thought is anything that you say to yourself that's negative, right? It could be about yourself, about the world. Core connections have kind of an an emotional burn in your psyche, right? Could have come from your childhood. Uh, For me and many people, you know, I'm not good enough is one of my core connections. But I also have a core connection that started in my adult life. If you know my story, you know that I had two children with a very rare neurodegenerative condition, and I worked really hard to try to um, treat their condition, keep them alive, and I even traveled around the world to specialists to try to treat their condition. And they both passed away. My, my son, Reggie, in 2016, my daughter in 2021. And do you know what emotional burn that put into me? Is that hard work doesn't always equal success. Which is opposite of what kind of self-development, self-improvement industry is trying to get me to believe. But I did work hard. I did everything possible. And I lost that battle. And that's the reality of life. And so when you are taking in um, things, and I want you to keep learning, I, I take classes and read books all the time, continually. But I want you to take them with a balanced approach of how does this fit into my life? Is, this, is there a core connection here that I need to work through? And so that core connection of mine, that hard work doesn't equal success, I am slowly working on that to say, 
hard work doesn't always get us what we want, right? However, no work's not going to get you success, right? So putting in hard work is still uh, the priority. It's still what's going to get you moving towards those goals. Triggers. So for me, one of my goals early in this year is my gut health. I have struggled with my weight on and off my whole life. I had an eating disorder in my 20s. I've had heartburn for the last 10, 15 years. I've also been through a lot of stress. And I am trying to kind of heal my gut. There's a, you know, a lot of research around there's a gut-brain connection that could help me in my depression related to the grief and trauma. And so this is my goal. Well, one of my triggers is kind of the inconsistency of teachings. So I'll read one book and it'll say, you know, don't eat lectins. Uh, Another book that's, you know, uh, don't eat carbs. Another book that says don't eat animal protein or, you know, at least red meat, right? Like there's all of these suggestions around gut health and I get really triggered when they're inconsistent, right? But that's a personal trigger, right? Because remember my core connection is hard work doesn't always equal success, right? So I'm working hard to try to fix this. And I'm getting inconsistent information. It doesn't always correlate with how my body feels, right? And so that is a trigger and I need to separate triggers, right? And this is what I talk about in the Mentally Strong Method, separating these things. Your negative thoughts, you should be just letting those go. Core connections are going to to really take some time to work through them. Triggers, for me and this inconsistency, right? I need to do as much research as possible and kind of put them into the different categories of what behavioral change I'm going to make. And I remember, um, you know, because I've been on this kind of weight loss exercise journey my whole life. And I remember one time I was with a personal trainer and they were like, come on, how bad do you want this? And I I stopped for a minute and I was like, "Eh, I don't really want it that bad. Right. So what motivates one person is not necessarily a motivation for other people. Okay. And what I want to be able to teach and practice on myself is a balanced approach that I can take in this information without being triggered. I can make behavioral changes in line with what I want. And I talk a lot about making a personal vision. We just got through the new year and many people were doing resolutions. We should have a personal vision at all times. And my personal vision around my health is to be able to do things physically, right? So I can't be too heavy. I need to be able to exercise and have some endurance. But I also want to enjoy life. And that includes traveling and experimenting with different foods. And I enjoy those things. And so what's important when I'm looking at how to organize these thoughts and take care of myself and heal my gut, right? Because that's what I'm working on right now, is I take that personal vision 
and I say, okay, here's this really strict diet that says it can heal my gut. I'm not going to do that because it does not align with my personal vision. So here's three things that I have for you. One, when you're thinking about behavioral change, right? Whether you want to stop smoking, lose weight, learn more, whatever your change is, stop, you know, spending so much time on social media. I want you to come up with a personal vision around that. What is your why? Okay. Because oftentimes we're doing it because the world says we should, right? You go on a diet because your doctor says you've gained too much weight. You stop smoking because your doctor says you've gained too much weight, right? A personal vision is why do you want to make this behavioral change? And what are the actions that you can take to get there? The second thing I want you to remember is to manage your expectations. You know, things take time. They say 90 days for a successful behavioral change. But if there is a lot of negative thought and core connection or other things around that, maybe you smoke to treat your anxiety. Maybe you smoke, um, you know, and that anxiety is from past trauma, right? So it's not just about stopping smoking. It is about treating yourself. And why do you want to stop smoking? And manage the expectations of the time that it takes. Most people, it's going to take more than 90 days. So when people are out there saying willpower, motivation, 90 days, and you have a new habit, that is true in isolated behavioral change. But I know as a psychiatric nurse practitioner, the reason we do things that are unhealthy often come from deep psyche type issues, right? So it's not just that 90-day willpower. So manage those expectations. And then the last thing is, yes, believe in yourself, but also have grace for yourself, okay? I'm Christy Bundukumar. I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner that practices what I preach and I teach on mental strength, how to get over the barriers to your success. So subscribe, follow, watch uh, the tons of content that I have on my YouTube channel.